Hey guys, welcome back to the Somming Podcast. This is your host, Bridget Taylor. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you're a return listener, thank you so much for tuning in again. I've been thinking about the topic of this episode for a while now. I just haven't done the episode because honestly, I wasn't ready and I wasn't sure when I was going to be ready, but I think I'm officially ready to talk about it. And it's something that people overlook. It's something that I bitch about all the time, but I never realized how serious it was until I feel like I'm finally starting to come out of it. And that is postpartum. Postpartum is no fucking joke it is horrible it is ugly it is miserable it's zero stars zero out of ten it's a no for me wouldn't recommend it just no and you know what makes it even worse social media but first and foremost I remember well honestly I don't remember like I don't remember a lot of my first daughter's first life, like the first three months of her life, I don't remember. Now I know why, because of postpartum. But of course, at 17, I didn't know that. But I do remember that I remember saying, well, five months is when it was starting to be fun. Like five months was my favorite. And I see why now. My twins are about five months, five and a half months. And I get it because I feel like I'm finally enjoying what I'm doing. And so this is what I'm about to talk about postpartum and where I'm at at five months postpartum, five months as a stay at home mom. And that is where I'm leading into. The first month is pure survival. It is pure misery and it's pure bliss. You hate your husband but you love him so much. You love your kids, but come nighttime, you want to just pretend you don't have any kids. The first month is kind of traumatic, if you want me to be honest. I had a C-section, a miserable C-section. It, And I know it was miserable because I was pregnant with twins and I'm so small. So honestly, it was very traumatic. It was very painful. I hope I never experienced that ever again. But the first month you come home, well, I came home to two newborns and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Neither did my husband. I remember our first night home, we just looked at each other like, okay, so like, what do we do? And they, I don't even know what the hell we did. I just remember it was hard. And that's pretty much how month one month one went once we got to two months it was like okay you know I'm starting to get to know these kids I think they like me and I think I like them because let's be real you kind of don't feel anything because you're so tired your hormones are beyond wild and then you and your partner are getting into a groove of like okay I think you know like we started realizing that my husband can take you know, the shift up until 1130. And I'll do from 1130 to like four in the morning. And then after four in the morning, it's his turn. And that's just what ended up working for us. 
and again like month two I felt like it was like okay I'm starting to figure out what's good for me what's good for him what's good for them and then including if you have other kids you have to include them too it was just a lot and come month three I'm like okay you know I kind of know what I'm doing I kind of don't know what I'm doing I think I do but then there's times where I'm reminded that I don't and then come month four I was like, okay, my, you know, the swelling was starting to go away because truth be told, I'm not one of God's favorites. I still had swelling. I still had extra pounds. I had it all. And month four, I was like, okay, I think I can see, you know, just one chin now because I had two for a while. And I like, oh, look, that's what my feet look like because this fupa just wasn't going down. And now I'm at month five. I've officially stopped breastfeeding and I feel like I almost feel like breastfeeding, I was carrying on extra hormones that were totally unnecessary. And I'm starting to see the light. I really am. But again, throughout all of this, I was breastfeeding. Well, pumping. I was pumping. Exclusively pumping. And there were times where I was crying because I was like, I'm tired of doing this. And it was like, I was doing night feedings plus pumping. And it was... I just wanted to stop but at the same time I enjoyed seeing how much milk I was producing and I enjoyed seeing my milk supply build up a little bit so now that I'm not pumping I just want to say I miss it I'm glad I did it for five months I'm so proud of myself I never thought I would do it but I'm so glad I still have a little bit of a stash and so that's what I'm giving the twins until I'm running out and once I get to that last bag, I might just cry because I feel like I almost took it for granted. Like I didn't realize how beautiful and powerful my body was producing this milk. Like it's insane what a woman's body can do. But now that that's over, I feel like my body's back. Not, you know, not back, right? Like I wish I looked like I did when I was like 23. But I meant, I mean more like it's mine again it's no longer you know in pain it's no longer in discomfort it's just mine again and i'm starting to learn it all over again now that i'm not pumping i don't know if that makes sense to anyone else and if you are pumping or an exclusive pumper or want to pump hit me up i did a lot of research and I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable now. It took me five months to learn a lot. But again, so the hormones, the hormones that you have during postpartum, they're so mean. Like, why do we have to go through this? I remember crying to my husband a lot and saying like, why, why do I have to feel this way? Like, why don't you feel this way? Why? Like, I want you to be miserable too, damn it. And there were many times where I was angry at God as well. And I know, I know I shouldn't be angry at God, but I was. I was like, God, why would you make a woman go through all of this? As if recovering from a C-section wasn't hard enough. As if labor wasn't hard enough. As if waking up multiple times at night was not hard enough. Why do you have to add on these ugly, ugly hormones? and these ugly negative thoughts 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then God bless you. You're one of God's favorites. But if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. These thoughts, you almost question who you are. You almost question, is this really what's going on in my mind? Am I really thinking these ugly things? And yeah, you really are. And for a while, I'm just like, I didn't know who to tell because I didn't want anyone to judge me. I didn't know how to even say it out loud because a lot of the stuff that was going in my head just... I mean, you guys, moms, you have to know they're just, they're just ugly. And then I finally let it. I remember one day my husband came home during his conference period and he found me crying on the couch with both the girls. And he's like, he didn't know what to do. And I didn't even know what I was going through. I just knew it was not okay. Like I knew I was not okay. And I finally said it out loud and I said, please don't be mad at me, but this is what I'm thinking. This is what's going on. This is what's going on in my head and I don't know what to do. And he just said, it's okay. It's okay. It's normal. And he told me, I Googled it because I could tell you weren't okay. I could tell you weren't being yourself. And I read, you know, that it's normal. It's normal for moms to think this way. It's normal for new moms to feel this way. And honestly, that's all I needed. I just needed someone to tell me that I'm normal because I did not feel normal, you guys. Like, sometimes I felt like I couldn't even bond with one of my twins, but I could with the other. It was so weird. And then sometimes I would wish that both of them could just be the same person. Like, God, because I'm going to be honest. One twin is just a little, you know, let's just say she's like me. And the other one is just like Chaz. And so sometimes I would feel bad, like, wishing that they were both just normal i mean they're they're both normal you guys but you guys know what i'm talking about and now looking back i'm like oh my god i can't believe i even felt that way i can't believe it took me so long to like feel something for my babies like of course i love them that that's not it at all it's the bond like i don't know like you don't feel it it takes a minute to like pop up to like show up and be like hey i'm here This is the bond you were looking for. And honestly, I don't remember a lot. Like I remember, I remember, but I don't remember if that makes any sense. Because postpartum was a lot of being like in a fog and a lot of crying and a lot of, you know, desperate times. If you want me to be honest, it was like you're in bliss because, you know, you have these beautiful babies in front of you. Well, I had beautiful babies. You guys just probably just have one. Maybe I am one of God's favorite. Now that I think about it, he blessed me with two. But anyways, and then you also have to think about like, I had to also keep in mind, you know, if you guys have other children, like I had my oldest and she was an only child for 11 years. So a lot of times I was also having a lot of anxiety of like making sure she didn't feel left out. And then the anxiety of, you know, not knowing what you're doing with two babies. Because even though I already had a baby, it was almost like starting all over again. I mean, it's a whole 11 years later. So I felt like a first time mom all over again. I didn't know what I was doing. And a lot of times my husband would look at me and 
and would ask me, well, what did you do with Briella? Did you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. And because I lived at home with her grandparents, I mean, a lot of times they would take over and I feel like I didn't really have a say so sometimes. So if you are ever raising your kids living at your in-laws or your parents, you know what I'm talking about. Like they don't let you raise your kids. Like they just go and take over. But anyways, and nobody talks about the postpartum anxiety along with the postpartum depression. No one talks about the anxiety and no one talks about postpartum rage. Why didn't anyone tell me about postpartum rage? I was just so angry at everything and everyone. Like I felt so like short and I used to think it was because of my lack of sleep or, you know, just because things are hard now or harder, I should say. Like, but no, like postpartum rage is a real thing. You're just so angry and you're overstimulated. My God, the overstimulation and these damn toys and shows don't make it any better. There's all this singing. There's all these flashing lights on the toys. And then all these damn toys have all these damn songs. And you're just like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm over these damn toys. I'm over these damn shows. I'm tired of all these damn nursery rhymes. Like, my kids are going to be listening to Megan the Stallion, just so I can just hear something I want to listen to for once. I mean, it it just got to that point, and I feel bad. But that's literally the overstimulation and the rage. I was just over it. I'm tired of it. I mean, it's gotten better, of course. Like I don't pull out all the toys at once. I mean, come on now, like they're babies. They don't even know what the hell's in front of them sometimes. And we don't watch episodes that too too many you know shows that do too much singing like I can't with the singing I'm tired of the singing so our favorite is Bluey we love some Bluey but we watch it in Spanish because I'm trying to teach the twins Spanish and the rage part I mean it's it's getting better I'm taking like I'm incorporating you know the vitamins and things I learned in therapy and just things I learned online and then working out, of course, helps as well. And honestly, just speaking to my husband and letting him know my frustrations. And I have to remember, like, he's my partner. He's my supporter. He's he's on my team. And I forget that. Sometimes I just get so angry because I feel like sometimes I do more than he does. But again, that's the postpartum talking. And he reminds me that, no, we're both in this together. Like, if I don't say what I need, if I don't say what's going on, then how's he supposed to know? And sometimes I wish I could go back and tell myself, you know, in the beginning, like, girl, like, take a chill pill. Like, yes, cry, cry because you can't do anything about it. These hormones are just in your body and you got to let them out. But just know that once you're done crying, you're going to feel a lot better. <laughs> And that it won't be like this for long. It will not. It feels like it, but it won't. Like, I remember there was one time where I just couldn't. I just, I don't know what I couldn't, but I just couldn't. And I just fell to the floor. I just could not do it anymore. And I didn't even know what it was that I couldn't do anymore. I just know, I just knew I couldn't. And I just cried and cried and cried some more. And then eventually just 
you know, after you're done crying, you're like, okay, I think I feel good. Like, that's just how insane postpartum is. And again, that's why I was so angry at God, because it's like, geez, do we really have to go through this? Like, how much longer do I have to go through this? And then the anxiety, like, I wanted to leave the house, but anytime I would leave the house, like, did anyone else just sweat? I was just sweating all the time. I don't know from anxiety. I don't know if it's because just that's just what my body was starting to do after having twins. I don't know, but I would just sweat. And then I didn't want to leave the house because nothing fucking fit me. And I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired of just looking like a damn potato. And but like you want to go out, but you don't want to go out. And then going getting out the house with twins, like that shit is hard. Like, why aren't car seats more, you know, user friendly? These things are heavy as hell. And then you add on babies. Like, I'm only 4'11. I can't make it out the door with two car seats. It's just it's not impossible, but it's not fun. So that's why sometimes I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I'd rather just not get out the house. And that's how postpartum has been. But now that I'm at five months, like, I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I will say things get easier. You learn as you go. I've learned how to, you know, you just learn tricks. As a mom of multiples, you just, you learn some damn tricks just to, like, make life easier. But now that I'm five months in, my update is I'm still a stay-at-home mom. I love it and hate it all at once. Mostly love it. But I mean, just like any other job. Because this is a job, you guys. I just don't get paid. <laughs> I I think that's the issue. That it's like, damn, I'm working really hard at home. Like, my house is... Like, I've been able to deep clean more than I usually do. I've been able to work out. I've been able to just be more there. Be there for the twins and for Briella, my oldest. And for my husband as well. So I enjoy it. I really do. I just wish it paid. Like, damn. Um, you know, the government has to, you know, come on with it. And that's just another topic in itself. The U.S. of A. just does not respect moms. Our maternity leave is a fucking joke. And I don't want to get too deep into it. But if you are planning to have kids... Please make sure you sign up for disability because unless your job just has a bomb ass maternity leave situation, girl, you ain't going to get paid. You just ain't. The only reason why my husband and I even made it is because I signed up for disability and I signed up for some type of Aflac insurance. If it weren't for those two things, my husband and I probably wouldn't have made it. And that is 100% for real. Like because we were planning to have a baby I knew to sign up for all these things ahead of time. And again, those things saved us. They saved our ass. The little bit that they gave us was better than just not receiving anything at all. Because once I stopped working, that's it. I stopped working. I wasn't getting a paycheck anymore. The last paycheck I received from the school district I was working for was 40 something cents. Are you fucking kidding me? And then I still had to pay them for my insurance. And so then you should have just kept the 40 fucking cents. Why? Like, ugh, make it make sense, you guys. Again, maternity leave is a joke. So if you guys have 
if you guys need any tips, I got you. I'll do my best to walk you through it. I'll tell you what I did and what worked for me. But yeah, you really got to plan it. Unless you get government assistance, then I mean, you really have to figure it out, like map it out because maternity leave sucks. Or unless you're just are one of the work for some place that just rocks again. Another thing that just makes maternity leave so hard is just I'm just gonna call it like it is. Like I call bullshit. Bull fucking shit. Social media makes you feel like a horrible mom. It just does. Like you think you got it together, but then you get online and as much as you don't want to take it personal, you almost do. I see I follow a couple people who had twin who had twins, I'm sorry, who had babies around the same time I did. And they just looked like they were so put together. And I almost wondered if I wasn't put together because I had twins and they only had singles or I just suck that bad at this whole mom thing. I know everyone always posts the good and not the bad, but sometimes some of these people just make it look so damn good. The unrealistic expectations of, oh, well, my newborn or my six-week-old already sleeps through the night. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. Like, well, good for you. Like, my twins are five and a half months old, and they still don't sleep through the night. They have slept through the night twice in their whole five months of life. And I'm still working on it. And it sucks. Like, damn, girls, go to sleep. Why y'all fight? Why y'all fighting it? I guess they're like me. They just want to fight all the time. Or I saw this one girl walk out the hospital. Walk out. I couldn't even walk. I had to be wheelchaired out. I couldn't even stand. My C-section just was that horrible. Again, bullshit, bitch. Like, damn, I know we shouldn't be talking shit, but you're making me... I know I'm only responsible for my feelings. I get it. But damn, that made me feel like shit. Or seeing people already out at Costco and Sam's and it's like, how? How did you even get out the house? I remember my first trip to Costco. Again, I was sweating balls from the anxiety, from the fact that I didn't even know how to walk anymore. Like, it was insane. I just don't understand how these moms on social media freaking do it. And how do they take these cute ass pictures? Like my twins just don't cooperate. One smiles, one cries, one wants to look this way. One has a booger coming out. Like, damn, like, I guess I could see why influencers say it's a job because I try it. I really do try to be an influencer sometimes. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna like, front I really do try sometimes and it's hard but again I'm trying to be something that's unrealistic so my twins go don't go to sleep the whole night I have learned to accept it I have learned to see it as you know what it's not going to be like this for long so when they wake me up in the middle of the night I try to remind myself to go in there to go into their nursery 
with a smile and with excitement like oh my babies still need me because they're not going to need me one day or days where it's just hard to get out of the house i'm like you know what i'm gonna miss the days where i'm home so i'm trying to enjoy being home more but again social media just makes it that hard and it's hard when you see people have a life when it feels like you don't have one it's hard seeing people go out and doing things when you no longer are going out and doing things my new normal is sometimes hard to accept but you know when it's hard to accept when i get online and see other people doing things if i don't get on then i feel fine i feel like what i'm doing is okay like i'm so i feel like man i got this this is what i want this is what i'm doing but then i log on and i'm like oh well she's doing this her and her kids are doing that oh she's wearing that or she you know she's traveling here and social media just makes you feel worse honestly like i don't i don't want to say that that's all i focus on but when you're home and when you're already so hormonal social media is almost like the enemy and you don't know how to make it your friend because when i was pregnant social media was my friend i guess because i was so happy and i was still out and doing things but now that i'm in this new transition of life it's not my friend anymore and i want to take a break so bad and i'm talking about like a break but i don't want to lose my followers and my viewers in regards to my podcast so i that's where i'm at for, at the moment but i mean i'll figure it out if i could do postpartum all over again I would definitely just stick to it being just my husband and I. Because those first two weeks being home, I know everyone wants to come visit the babies. And then, of course, it's so cool. I have twins and it's exciting. But looking back, I would have not done any visitors because, unless it was my mom, just because every girl needs their mom. But I don't think people realize you just went through a really traumatic thing. You just gave birth. You just welcomed a human being, a human being that now you and your partner need to, you know, bond with. And I don't think people realize that. Like, trust me, the baby's still going to be cute two weeks from now. Just give me and my husband two weeks. That's all we need. Just two weeks. I would definitely do that because it was a lot like I was bleeding, I was crying, I was trying to figure out how breastfeeding worked, I was trying to figure out how having twins worked, at the same time I was still trying to be a wife and then a mom to an 11 year old, like I just needed two weeks to, for my family and I to just transition and bond. Another thing I would have done is probably taken more fiber that first poop after a c-section um yeah i thought i was giving birth again if you have had a c-section you know what i'm talking about i will never regret taking a stable poop ever again i literally thought i was dying something else i wish i could do looking back 
I think I would have stayed home more. I was so eager to leave the house. And looking back, I'm like, bitch, you should just stay your ass home. Like, take a minute to just be home. I know it's hard because, it's you know, you get cabin fever. But I wish I would have listened to the home, the old wife's tales. You know, the tapate las orejas, tapate la cabeza. You know, like I, I tried my best to listen to those things. But sometimes it was hard because I was just ready to just start my life and get to know myself, the new me. And I wish I wasn't so eager to just get going. I wish I would just taken a moment to just to just breathe. I wish I would have done more research on postpartum, you know, to see what could help. Like if there was any vitamins, any, you know, just anything, anything to help ease the postpartum part. I wish I would have continued with my therapy sessions. I wish I would have been more vocal in my therapy sessions. Like they were great, but. I know I wasn't being 100% myself because, again, those thoughts that I had during postpartum were so ugly and so scary that I never wanted to repeat them. So I only told my therapist, you know, 80% of what I was truly going through. I wish I would have invited my husband in, like, into my thoughts sooner rather than later. I wish maybe then he probably could have understood me more when there were times where I'm sure it was difficult for him to just be nice to me because as much as it was hard for me, like it was hard for him, for him to help me, for him to just even deal with me. I also wish I wouldn't have listened to a whole bunch of these TikTok videos. Like a lot of things that I bought, I don't even use. Like y'all, your baby does not need all these things. And I have two. So they definitely don't need all this crap. Especially having a girl. I know we want to buy all the cute outfits. But y'all. No. Like no. Like resale stores are my jam. They're my favorite. That's where I go for the twins. I go and sell their old clothes. And use that same money to buy them new clothes. Because guess what? They're only going to wear it for so long. We don't even leave the house. I, you know, whatever cute outfits they do have, take some pictures and then that's it. Like you guys don't waste your money. Like just don't. And shoes, don't buy the baby shoes. Like I know I bought them Ugg boots and I regret it, but I don't regret it. Like I don't regret it. Cause come on now. Like they're so cute. But then I regret it. Cause I'm like, you know how many times we damn, they, the girls wore those things. I don't even know. And then my dog got into one of them and ruined them. So yeah, that was, that was a tough day for my dog. I'm not going to lie. But looking back as well, my postpartum self, I would just tell her that it's okay. That it's okay what you're thinking. I know it's scary, but it's normal. And don't lose your faith. I know you're angry at God, but there's a reason why God does this to us because like, I never realized how strong women are until now. Just like it took my own divorce to understand my mom. It took my postpartum to understand every mom. Like, now I get it. 
I don't know if it's because the first time around I was just too young and too naive to realize and comprehend everything that was going on. Like with Briella, everything was just pure survival. But this time around, like I'm older, I'm more reasonable. I understand things more, you know, everything is just different. And this time around, it's like, wow, I get it now. I get why moms just come together. I get why moms just sometimes just need a fucking break. I thought I needed a break back then. Nah, I need a break now. I need a break, but then I also need a friend. I also need a partner. I also need a drink, but then I don't need a drink. Like, I just get it now. And I understand why old school people just kind of just keep going because like they say, you know, yo no tengo tiempo para estar triste. It's true. They don't have time to be sad. And I get it. Like no one wants to be stuck in those thoughts. So you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I tried doing that. I did try to do the old school mentality of just, you know, ignore it. Just keep doing, stay busy. But scientifically, I know senoras don't want to believe this, but scientifically, your brain does alter a bit, especially after something traumatic. And honestly, my labor was super traumatic. My recovery was super traumatic. So scientifically, there is nothing I can do about certain feelings and certain thoughts. It happens. And I'm here to tell you, no one talks about it, but it happens. And for anyone who would love to go back to your postpartum self, if it makes you sad, if it makes you miss it, like hug yourself now because guess what? We all made, made it through. And I can't believe we made it through. Like sometimes I'm like, damn, I just, it really did feel like a tunnel. Like you really did have to crawl your way out. And sometimes every now and then within that tunnel, you found some cool things and you got distracted. And sometimes in that tunnel, you really had to dig your way through. But once you got to the light, you're like, you know what? It was hard, but it was worth it. It was kind of fun sometimes. It was kind of hard sometimes. But this light at the end of the tunnel is where is where I'm meant to be. And I'm finally feeling that way. And I know one of my closest friends told me, she's like, you just seem happier. And she's right. I do feel happier. Oh, I don't want to cry, but I do feel happier. And I almost feel guilty for feeling happier because it's like, oh, why wasn't I this happy before? And it's like, no, I was happy before. It was just hard. These stupid hormones. Like, why? Again, why? I did do that to myself in the beginning I did a lot of why 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 and I wish I could tell myself to stop asking why and just just be in the moment like enjoy those cries enjoy it as much as you can like it really does go by fast and then looking back you're like oh I don't even remember it and you don't you don't remember those long nights you don't remember that pain you don't remember your boobs hurting because you need a pump or you need to feed them. Like, you don't remember it. And honestly, take pictures, you guys. Take pictures even if you don't like how you look. 
I do not like how I look. The day I came home from the hospital, y'all, I was wearing a size large pajamas and my pajama pants were looking like leggings. That's how freaking swollen I was. But I have those memories of bringing my twins home. I don't like a lot of these pictures. And again, I wish my husband would understand it. Like husbands, guys, or ladies, tell your husbands, take the fucking picture. If my double chin shows, I don't care. If my lonjas popping out, don't give a fudge. Like, take the pictures. Like, I have videos of me dancing in the kitchen with my babies. And I try to take pic- I try to take videos of me dancing with them every so often. And it's just nice to see the transition within them and the transition within myself. Like, in the beginning, you see it. Like, of course, I was chubby. I just had fucking twins. But you see my posture was not confident. And as I see these videos you know, within the months, it's like, wow, you even see my posture just stand better. You see my face just change. I don't look so sad. So take the pictures, take the videos, because honestly, you don't remember it. And you want to remember it. You do, even if it was hard, you need to remember those times to be grateful for where you are in the moment. And I'm here to just remind you guys, postpartum sucks ass. But at the same time, it was so beautiful. Like, what the fuck? Talk about mind games. Maybe everyone else's postpartum wasn't as crazy as mine. But I know somewhere out there, there's someone else who was just as sad as I was. And I'm here to tell you, girl, it does get better. Like, they, like. When these older, wiser, wiser women tell us it gets better, it gets better. I know we want to tell them, shut the fuck up. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it really does. It really freaking does. I hope you guys related. I hope you guys understood. Thank you for listening to this episode. Again, any feedback, comments, questions, or shares, you can find me on Instagram at The Salming Podcast. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.